You are listening to the Amateur Church Podcast, where we pursue excellence in ministry with the right motivation for the sake of love. I'm Pastor Matt, and I'm so thankful that you're on this disciple's journey with me. You see, the Amateur Church Podcast is a call for anyone who is tired of church being a programmed organization. I want to be an amateur, at least in the sense that how I lead, preach, and serve is based on love. That's what amateur really means. I want my love for Jesus Christ and my love for others to be my motivation. And this is not a push to become lazy or unskilled in my abilities. In fact, I believe that when churches get back to being amateurs, we will actually see a greater excellence in our lifestyles. That's the point of this entire podcast. And one of the reasons that we've been going through the books of the Bible this year, and now we begin on this week 36 of 2023, we begin the New Testament. And we start, of course, with the book of Matthew. Now, for those of you who are part of my church or you've been watching or been familiar with where we've been recently, this past year, uh, we finished up an 18-month study on Sunday mornings of the book of Matthew. So uh, as as we come to this book, you may be very familiar. In fact, my Bible opened right to it. Even though we've been in Leviticus a a few months now, my Bible opened right to the book of Matthew because we spent so much time there. And I love the book of Matthew. I want to give you in this episode very briefly, just a little bit of uh, of an overview of the book of Matthew and why it's written and in, in the way that it's written to declare the authority of Jesus Christ. Well, the date that it's written, even though it gives an account of late 20s, early 30s AD, uh, it's probably written between 65 and 70 AD, at least before the fall, uh, uh, the, the, the destruction of Jerusalem and the fall of the temple. Uh, we, we see that it's written around that time, uh, just about 30 years after Jesus would ascend. And the theme is Jesus being the king of the Jews. Now, again, we covered this for about 18 months. We saw that over and over and over, Matthew was going to use the Old Testament. There are uh, about 129 references of 25 Old Testament books. Now, think about that. 39 Old Testament books, and Matthew references 25 of them, and he does so 129 times. He's going to lay out, uh, build this case that Jesus is the king of the Jews, and therefore, uh, he's writing to a Jewish audience uh, by a Jewish tax collector. That's who Matthew was, and we'll see that this week as we read through But I want you to understand that Matthew has written, yes, there are some narratives, and yes, there are some chronological things that take place, but Matthew has actually written more uh, from a a systematic viewpoint, meaning there is a particular way that he's writing built around five major blocks of teaching. So we see that uh, Matthew chapter 5 through 7, this Sermon on the Mount, that's a sermon that Jesus preaches. And it could have been one time, it could be a collection of different sermons he uh, shared regularly, put together, but but that's one block of teaching. Matthew chapter 10 is uh, a, a, a about the mission aspect, being sent out, is a block of teaching that he, he gives his disciples. Matthew chapter 13, dealing with some parables, he, he gives a a block of teaching there, uh, talking about the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 18, dealing with church discipline and uh, and what would take place uh, of, of his presence, this presence of the Spirit of God with the church. 
And then Matthew chapter 24 and 25, dealing with the uh, Olivet Discourse, uh, specifically end times prophecy. So we see that, that while there are stories, Matthew is very story-driven, they center around what Jesus taught. So as we, uh, as we think about what we see in the book of Matthew, uh, this theological understanding, what we, un- what we learn about God and uh, about mankind and their relationship to one another, three aspects I want to give you today. Uh, I want to remind you that Jesus Christ is the compassionate king. This is what we see in the book of Matthew. It focuses on, he focuses on the unloved and the rejected. Chapter 5, verses 3 through 10 the Beatitudes lifts up those who are suffering and poor in spirit, broken, uh, and and those who are peacemakers. Christ is going to to focus on those who might feel rejected, uh, left out of the religious fray. But he's also going to find the underappreciated and the unqualified. Matthew chapter 9. I I want you to listen to this verse. Uh, It really just strikes me as a a pastor. It says, verse 9, As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting in the tax collector's booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed him. I love the fact that Jesus finds the underappreciated, the unqualified. Matthew being a tax collector, uh, his name was Levi, and, and and so this means at one time, he, he, was, he was definitely of the tribe of Levi, at one time might, might have been preparing to go into the ministry in that day, he was serving as a priest or, or, or serving in some way to assist the priest. And, and especially having the name Levi, he was uh, in, in his own family, probably highly valued, and yet he rejects his, his family, he rejects his religion, he rejects his nation, and becomes an outcast, a tax collector, and Jesus Christ chooses him. He shows compassion on Matthew. And then look at the end of chapter 9, uh, verse 35 through 38, you see, Uh, Jesus was going through all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. And seeing the people, he felt compassion for them, because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. Jesus cares for the uncared for. Not only do we see the compassionate king, we also see the crucified king. And towards the end of Matthew, we find that he's going to fulfill the law completely according to chapter 11, 28 through 30. He's going to share about his death in chapter 16 and 17 and chapter 20. But then he faces the cross. Matthew chapter 27, verses 27 through 31, declare for us the truth that Jesus Christ died for us. He willingly laid down his life so that we might be saved. Jesus is the compassionate king. He is the crucified king. But the story is not over. Matthew 28 declares that Jesus is the conquering king. He wins the battle over death. Matthew chapter 28, listen to verse 5. It says, The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you were looking for Jesus who has been crucified. He is not here, for he has risen. Just as he said, Come see the place where he was lying. Go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. My prayer is that you and I understand that our Jesus Christ, the Savior, he was, he's compassionate, 
He was crucified, but he is conquering as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That is what the book of Matthew declares to us, and that's what we can declare to others. So our prayer point for today is that just like Matthew, we would take the Old Testament and show that the Old Testament points to this great Messiah who would not only be the King of the Jews, but the King over all creation. I love you. I'm praying for you. Stakes in the ground.